This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Elizabeth Reese joining us today. Thanks, Elizabeth. Oh, thanks for having me. I love that pink song. And uh, we're talking sexy men because Hello. People's Sexiest Man Alive is just about to be announced. And I know Ryan has some burning uh, feelings on the matter. Is it going to be me? That's all I've been wanting to know. Or you? Negative. No, unfortunately, I'm mm. sorry, Ryan. I don't think it's going to be you nor Negative. I, nor anybody in the building. But we do know also who uh, it's not going to be. Okay. But let's also think about who we want it to be. Feel free to join the conversation, by the way. 651-641-1071. Who should be people's sexiest man alive? Um, I will tell you, we look forward to this one every year. And uh, really, there's I've only been pleased with one in the last, say, five years. Really? Channing Tatum. What about Hugh Jackman? Wasn't he one mm, recently? Yeah, I'm not. It's not my No thing. way. Seriously? No. Yeah. Okay, Channing Tatum. I don't know. I Yeah, fair. You don't have to. I mean, it's... I don't think that he's that sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I just yeah. don't oh, think fine. so. You guys... What, what about Chris Pratt? So Has sexy? he been sexiest man alive lately? Because uh, Chris Pratt would be a great sexiest man alive. I don't think so, but now I am uh, trying to look for a list here so that I can know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, 2012, it was Channing Tatum. God, that's a long time ago. Five yeah. years ago. Adam Levine was 2013. Chris Hemsworth, which I was kind of hoping it would be him this year, but yeah. he was in 2014. Adam Levine was kind of a controversial pick. Remember, people were like, uh, they don't think he's that sexy. I don't think he's sexy. 2016, do you remember? No. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. No, I, I uh, would not have any argument with that one. No, totally. He's just so, he's so like, just sweet too. Like he just has so many wonderful facets to his personality. I think I'm obsessed with him because my daughter is obsessed with Moana and we listen mm. to it and he's the voice of Maui in it. And it's so cute. We were really upset. I remember the year that Bradley Cooper was, yeah. uh, was chosen. And I think it's because did we want Zac Efron to win that year? Or maybe we wanted Channing Tatum to win that year. I don't remember. Maybe but you wanted Zac to win every year. Kind of. Although in 2011, I feel like he was too young to be people's sexiest man alive. Uh, but I will say that uh, it was Bradley Cooper, and I remember we were bugged. And I think it's because remember he was tied to whom that year? Do you oh, remember? Oh God! Because she was people's sexiest woman alive. I feel like was it Sandra Bullock? No. Who? Wait, is that right? Bradley? Did I make that up? J Lo. Oh. Remember, wasn't there like a romance between the two of them for a hot minute? I don't know. Maybe or maybe a friendship. J-Lo loves love. No one loves love more than J-Lo. J-Lo and Bradley Cooper. I um, I think J-Lo should always be the sexiest woman alive. She is the sexiest woman alive. She just is. She is 
the best. Yeah, she, I mean, she's like goals. She's unbelievable. She's like just gets better looking every single year. Let's go to Anna because Anna has an opinion about who uh, Ooh, should good. be sexiest man alive for 2017. Hey, Anna. Hi. Who are we adding to the list? Well, I think with all the hype with This Is Us this year, I oh. think it's either going to be Sterling K. Brown or Milo Ventimiglia. Okay. Okay. You're probably not alone. Yeah, you're probably not alone. I Which think one would I you want? Both, um, I don't know. It's a toss-up. They're both very sexy. All right. Well, uh, fingers crossed, because I think uh, we're going to hear today, Anna. Thank you. Yay, so I, thanks. I think it's going to be on newsstands tomorrow. We also got from Sonia on the emails. She says either one, two guys from Star Wars, Oscar Isaac and or John Boyega, or Lenny Kravitz anytime. Oh, yeah, Lenny Kravitz says. anytime. That's I feel like the it's truth. not going to be Lenny Kravitz. You know, it's funny bringing up um, This Is Us. So there's a, a, a columnist in the, for the Detroit Free Press who wrote this whole piece about how People Magazine uh, screws this up and that it should be. She writes, here's what people don't get about women in this misogynistic, too focused on body image world of ours. We love Toby. Toby from This Is Us. They say when People Magazine reveals its sexiest man alive cover on Wednesday, we know it will feature a photo of some chiseled, square jawed hunk who represents what we for years have considered the prototype for what women want. That's because most magazine editors don't know what women want. What women want is Toby, the fat guy from NBC's This Is Us, the one who loves Kate in all her overweight glory. And then like lists all these cute things about them. Women, I think, are less physically obsessed than men. Right. Say that again. Women are less physically <laughs> like I, obsessed. I don't. I bet if you asked men, if you add, did like an overall poll on what would they ideally like to have in a partner, I think attractiveness is higher on their list consistently than if you asked women what they would like in a partner. If I were going to overgeneralize, Which, I would say that it. men are visual beasts. This is true. Because I, the thing I know about myself is that I am always struck by a visual. Yeah. Now, of course, there has to be something that follows the visual, but the visual is the thing that attracts you. Uh huh. For me. And I think probably a lot of men. The visual, I think, is the first thing. But then when the rest, if the rest doesn't catch up, it really makes someone less attractive. Right? Haven't you met attractive people and then they're just dumb? I've met some ugly people before and then you're like, oh my God, I'm strangely attracted to you. See, look at that. But you are hideous. And I'm kind of convinced that overly attractive people... Never had to really develop that oh, much of a this personality. This is a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> because they relied on their attractiveness. Now, if you're not that attractive, particularly in the very important middle school years, which I was just looking through my eighth grade yearbook I was, yesterday. I was not particularly attractive. I was terribly unattractive in middle school. If you were looking through that, you can look back and go, oh, I was not attractive. And therefore, I had to develop a personality. If it's I was so super true. attractive, I didn't have to develop a personality. I was just the hot girl. So... Okay, mm, this is going to be a Which very self-serving, superficial conversation, but whatever, we're having it because you went there and right. I don't care. Um, and we were talking about the sexiest man alive. It's not like it wasn't superficial to begin with. That's a fair point, Elizabeth. <laughs> this is our superficial segment of the day. But I do not consider myself to be like I consider myself to be of average looks or at least growing up. I did not. I was not like someone people pointed out as like, oh, my God, he's hot. That's true. But right now right? you're definitely above average. Thank you. You're welcome. I worked very hard to get there because what the <laughs> Lord didn't give me, I had to buy, you know, uh, 
for the low, low price of going to the gym and oh, eating protein shakes. I'm like, what else? Like, how much plastic surgery have I you wish, had that you want to talk about? Anyway, um, uh, so, but growing up, so there, you you never, you always are in the shadows, right? And sure. I think 90% of us are in the shadows when it comes to like, we didn't have that like golden touch that some kids have, you know, in high school and growing up. You can remember you, who the super hot people in your high school were. Yes, there's like four. I know. Right? And look at them today. What are they doing? Look around, and I guarantee you, whether you've gone to your high school reunion or not, yeah. they are not going to be nearly as attractive. Why do I know this? Because I've done the research. <laughs> I've Googled these people, and there is a little bit of self-serving, I'm sorry, schadenfreude, <laughs> at coming upon somebody who was worshipped in high school who's just like, I'm kind of a frump. It's totally true. <laughs> right? It's totally true. Okay, so you know what my mom used to always say to us? And so I have two sisters. And my mom would always say, you don't want to peak in high school. No. You do not want to peak in high school. 30s. And it was a strangely very comforting thing. Because she was like, you are not the best that you're going to be. Yep. And it is an excellent thing that you're not the best you're going to be. If you're peaking in high school, you have a very long life after that of just going downhill. And I let's let's continue this conversation <laughs> when we come back because I I think also um, yes, there is a lot more to say. Are you fine with that? Absolutely. All right, we'll do that when we come back right here on my talk 1071. We are talking about peaking in high school here on My Talk 1071. Colleen and Bradley, I'm Bradley, and uh, that's Elizabeth Reason for Colleen today. Good afternoon. So we started a conversation about people's sexiest man alive. Who's it going to be? Well, and then we derailed that conversation for a more fascinating conversation, as far as I'm concerned. As all good conversations should progress. About peaking in high school. And we basically said, like, uh, you don't want to peak in high school. That was my mom's uh, motto to us when we were kids. She would always say, you don't peak in high school. You don't want to be the best looking, particularly when it came to looks. But you don't want to be the best that you ever are going to be in high school because it's then it's downhill for the rest of your life. So Heather just tweeted me. That's her motto to her kids too. Also, I think, and Beth is on the line. She's got some opinions to share about peaking in high school. I also think it's just, there is something about adversity that teaches you to be a better person. And if, if, you know, you would get all your achievements and accolades, not that you shouldn't be really, you know, yes. not that we should be telling kids they shouldn't achieve and succeed in high school. But like, if, if you've experienced all that too early, I feel like maybe you're going to take it for granted. There's going to be a period of time where... Or you crash and burn. You have unrealistic expectations. I've always been like a real B-plus kind of a person. Yeah. Like, I feel like getting a B-plus is really excellent. I believe in doing the minimum... Occasional A-minus. Minimum amount of work to get a B-plus or an A-minus. That extra 20 to 30% of work that you have to put in to get the, the straight A seems like a waste of time to me. Yeah. I agree. Let's see what Beth has to say. <laughs> Beth, what did you want to add to the conversation? Hi. What do you got, Beth? Oh, um, I just wanted to comment, Elizabeth, that what your mom said is what my husband says to our kids, too. It's really? like you don't want to peak in high school. So our daughter's a freshman in college right now. In her senior year, she was nominated for homecoming queen, but she didn't win, which is fine. And my husband's like, that's okay. You don't want to peak in high school. There's more. <laughs> Yeah, right. You'd rather be, and, and thank you, Beth. You'd rather be, mm, let's say, I don't know, like 
something in college versus something in high yeah, school. Yeah, or like you'd rather a... be the CEO than yeah, homecoming queen. That's true. I mean, isn't that the truth of the matter? Mm. Wouldn't you rather be I the CEO? I feel bad for all the homecoming queens out there, but I'm telling you. Being a homecoming queen is fine, and I'm sure that's fun, and it's nice and all of that. But you, you know, and I think now kids are a little bit more progressive. Do they even where do they do that anymore? Oh, they totally do. Okay. But where they don't even choose... They're not necessarily choosing it on who's the prettiest. Not, I think. Yeah. I think it, but it is. It is a popularity contest. I mean, what else is it? You vote for the most popular kid in school to be the homecoming queen or the homecoming king. It does seem quite archaic. I mean, this is coming from a person who is the president of her sorority, which also can seem a little bit archaic. Oh, yeah, that could seem a little. But archaic. it was really fun. Were you anything in high school? Were you most likely to no, blank? I had I won cutest dimples in high school oh, in my yearbook, and that was so it. Adorable. And that isn't any sort of accomplishment. I was probably like the only kid with dimples. You know, you didn't have that many. Um, which actually, it is like a malfunction of a muscle having dimples. I did get the uh, unfortunate, um, and I feel like it's been a yoke around my neck uh, for my entire adult life. I got the um, title most likely to succeed. Oh, God. Which I feel like was a prison sentence. Totally. Because now it's uh... like fate is like hovering over you, like ready to prove, (laughs) you know, the people at the um, yearbook committee wrong. It's so true, though. You you just don't want to be the best in high school. The best in high school is the worst. What does that even mean? Oh, it's brutal. High school is brutal. If you were paid to go back to high school, what if it was like, Bradley, we're going to pay you $10,000 to go back to high school for a year. Would you do it? I don't think I would do it. No, I would. In fact, I would love to go watch high school <laughs> sounds weird i want to go watch high school just to see what it's like if it's anything like what we uh because you know like once you don't have kids and you grow up i know you don't have any understanding what school is like anymore well, because it changes so it's much it's funny because my most recent experience with high school was going back to my high school actually with colleen lindstrom so colleen and i have done some presentations for the emily program oh, yeah. which works on preventing eating, eating disorders and eating disorder treatment and all that stuff and so we've done like some talks at high schools about uh, just, you know, being okay with your own body image and all of that kind of stuff. That being said, we go to my old high school, Apple Valley High School, and there are several, several people that I went to high school with that are now teachers there, which was really odd because I saw them and I was like, oh my gosh, you're now a grown up and you're a teacher. And like the kids are referring to you as coach. And the only thing that I could think as a high school girl looking like looking back at my experience as a high school girl was looking at all these girls and being like, don't let the opinions of these boys define who you oh, are. Sure. These boys have, they don't even know what they're doing. They can like barely keep their limbs under control. It's true. All of their limbs and other things. They can't keep any of their limbs yep. under control. <laughs> Absolutely don't let true. their opinion define who you are. I wanted to yell it. I didn't. I controlled myself and just had a nice conversation. Um, the phone lines have lit up yes. with peaking stories. I Let's go for uh, Carol. Let's hear what she has to say. Hey, Carol, what did you want to share? Well, uh, in high school, each people from each class were voted the best, this, the most, that, whatever. About 15 years after graduation, a gentleman tried picking me up in a bar (laughs) and had to point out that he had been voted most mischievous in his class. 17 was the high point of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Boy. And that was pretty sad, actually. Yeah, that's sad. I know. That is not a keeper. I have a feeling he was not successful in uh, getting Carol to go out on a date with him. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Uh, probably not. I'm thinking no. Let's go to Anthony and find out what he wanted to share. Anthony, what's your uh, peaking story? Well, it's, it's with two of my buddies. One of them, you know, we had that, I grew up in California. We had that most athletic. He was a great football player. You know, we didn't have a great football team, but he was our best. He got voted most athletic, but... We had this kid who was also one of our best friends, was an awesome wrestler. He peaked a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Senior year, undefeated, won the state title in California. He peaked at the right time. The only thing that makes me mad is how they voted most athletic to this football player, but yet they should have waited to at least later in the year because this guy would have got it. You know, he, he, each time he lost, he's like, ah, I got next year. So he was very humble, but he peaked at the right time. Did he go on to do anything else? Did he play in college? Uh, he, uh, it ends in a sad story. He was on the U.S. and made the U.S. Olympic team, but he was killed by a drunk driver. Oh, my, oh my God, goodness. That's so horrible. His, his funeral, I will say his funeral was so big that they had to hold it in our high school football stadium. From all the respect he got around the state from being a well-known wrestler because he was also the nicest guy you would have ever met. Oh, oh. gosh. Well, well thanks, thanks for sharing, for sharing. story, Man, Anthony. See, it's not always that the most athletic or the most popular is even the most well-deserved. See? Kids in high school listening right now as we talk to you and you're leaving Apple Valley High School, don't peak in high school. Yeah, don't peak in high school. And really nothing matters. Uh, <laughs> and also, here's here's my uh, here's my knowledge for college if you're going to school. Knowledge for college. The knowledge for college is uh, most of it doesn't matter. It's true. And uh, the most important thing you learn how to do is think critically. Everything else uh, will just happen. Oh, and gosh. And have fun. You're going to be fine. It's the best four years of your life. Yes. Have fun. Drink, eat, have a lot of sex. Be uh, married. Be safe. Whoa, be safe and, in all those things. Yeah. And when we come back... I gotta run. Oh, Elizabeth, thank you so much for being with us. Love ya. And uh, we'll be right back, Ryan and I, with Crazy Stupid Idiots. Thank you, Ryan. And Elizabeth has uh, left us so she can go do Twin Cities Live. We thank her for filling in today. Colleen will be back on the Colleen and Bradley show tomorrow. And right now, Ryan, it's time to get crazy with some crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Yes. That's not where we're going, though. Mm. Right now. Anyway, we will go there probably at some point. (laughs) 
But I do want to start uh, our conversation today, Ryan, in Hopewell, Virginia. Hopewell, Virginia. Uh, do you ever um, do you ever have homework as a kid? Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Do they still do homework? Yeah, yeah, they did homework. Okay. I haven't had it in a while though. Uh, did you ever have any controversial school assignments? Controversial? In what way would you I don't think? Know, like like uh, they were they, your parents were like, "Why are you doing that?" Like the sex ed course where I had a you know right. Penis or something on you the did? homework. Oh what yeah, kind of sex? you had to yeah. write the word. Yeah, like... or like connect the dots and what? <laughs> figure out the anatomy. Yeah, what, what? You didn't take sex ed in high school? Well, we had plan uh, a uh, a planned parenthood sponsored sexual education course, which included but was not limited to. Uh, extremely graphic photos of oh my uh, bits and pieces affected by sexually transmitted oh. diseases. <laughs> it would make you never want to have sex. Oh my! Well, there was a reason I was a virgin until I was uh, how old? Well, <laughs> nineteen. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Well, solid age. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Wait, where are we going? Last week, did I just share something extremely personal? What, what segment is this again? Yeah, well, anyway, uh, crazy sexual idiots. Ah. Now, uh, a controversial school assignment has parents demanding answers in this one particular community in Virginia, Ryan. Um, apparently, the following questions were sent home with kids to do on a worksheet. Okay. I'm going to ask you these questions. You oh, answer good. them. Oh, good. What do you call it when a married person has a relationship with someone else? Um, a monogamy? Marriage? <laughs> what? Okay. Relationship? Let me start over. So uh, you would have failed. Okay. And uh, these were these questions were sent to middle school students. So yeah. you just failed a middle school quiz. <laughs> what do you call it when a married person married. has a relationship with someone else? Oh, adultery. Or, you know, like if you're not like biblical about it, you might just call it an affair. <laughs> an affair, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Ryan, I'm a little concerned. Adultery. It's, a, it's now, the same word. What do you call a married man's girlfriend? Is mistress. Oh. That's an easy one, Brad. What do you call the much younger boyfriend of an older woman? Oh, <laughs> much younger boyfriend of an older woman? Yeah. A boy toy? Really? Yeah. Wow. And what do you call the much younger and beautiful wife of an older, wealthy man? Oh, a trophy wife. Oh, my God. Ding, ding. See, and see, ding. see. Look at this. Also, you, why are they asking middle school students to know boy toy, mistress, trophy wife, and affair? Yeah, those are like slang terms and terms that you don't need to learn. You, some, you don't need to teach that. You kind of stumble upon those terms yourself as you grow old and screw up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, upon further review, we've determined that a teacher downloaded this worksheet from the Internet. This content was not part of current and approved curriculum for this course, nor was it in any way an appropriate learning tool for middle school children. I think he, it was a call for help. Yeah, frankly, <laughs> this teacher probably uh, had a run in with a, a boy toy or a mistress. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who first of all, how sexist is that worksheet? Right. Like, you know, I mean, just like. Oh, wait, where was the question again? Hold on. Do, 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 do. What do you call the much younger and beautiful wife of an older, yeah. wealthy man? Like, why do they have to be beautiful? Yeah, right? <laughs> we were just talking about, you know, beautiful people. Yeah. For a whole half hour here. They don't have to be beautiful. What do you call a married... I, I don't know. Anyway, 
dumb school. That is a dumb school. Yeah. All right. Should I tell you about a, a dumb person? Yes, please. <laughs> Why not? This is the time. We're going to go to Nashville. Okay. Never been to Nashville. Here's Never great. been to Nashville. That's a country song. Uh, oh. And I'm going to tell you, uh, is it? Have know. you been to Nashville? No, I haven't. Oh, I thought you said it was actually a song. It sounds like one. See? I sold you on it. All right. <laughs> It'll be on your new album. Uh, a woman, a woman called police to ask for a reward about a stolen car while this woman was riding in the stolen car, according to police in Nashville. Wait a minute, what? A woman called police to ask for a reward about a stolen car while she was riding in the stolen car. So it sounds like she's trying to double down on her investment here. So investigators say that Chance Mongyon jumped the counter of a rental rental car desk at Nashville International Airport and grabbed a set of keys, which happened... To fit in a 2017 Dodge Challenger. That's a nice vehicle. Uh, Mongyon then drove over two spike strikes and made his way made oh made his way to Interstate 24, according to an affidavit. Officer spotted him, but he did not pull over due to the fortuitous grab of a set of keys belonging to a muscle car with a Hemi V8 engine. He was able to elude police. So basically, um, was she in the car it's, with him? It sounds like this woman, Christy Caldwell, uh, is the one who called the police on chance. So, got a little mix up there. Got uh, they got the call from Christy, who allegedly, uh, um, uh, ooh, allegedly Myung-Gyan's girlfriend. She told Opry she knew what Myung-Gyan intended to do, but would not give up the information unless she received an award. Allegedly saying, quote, she knew the law very well. And didn't have to give him up. According so to basically, the she's like, I'll give him up if you give me a reward. I know where the car is. Oh, by the way, I'm in the damn car. I appreciate the... Uh, oh, I've been around the block a few times <laughs> in a Dodge Challenger with Mongyan. Mr. Mongyan. Yeah. I, I appreciate her, uh, what's the word, um, entrepreneurialship, her ingenuity of trying to capitalize on this. But Yeah, no, she's, she struck when the iron was hot. Apparently it didn't work out. The police, I do mean hot. Hot. Because in this case, it was stolen. Police arrested Codwell, charging her with attempt to harbor and abet a fugitive, hindering arrest and refusal to provide aid and assistance. Myungyan was also arrested. And he is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, evading arrest, driving on a revoked license, reckless driving, possession of drug paraphernalia, and theft of over $10,000. That's a rap sheet. Wow. Was it worth it? Uh, hey. Also, why would you try to steal a rental car and then you have to like drive over the spikes? Yeah. And do you really ever think they're just going to let you go and not follow you? Apparently not. I mean, you're looking for the... The challenger of flat tires, but so don't do that. Yeah, please don't. (laughs) Don't steal. Um, Can we go to uh, Manchester? Love Manchester. Uh, I'm assuming that's Manchester, New Hampshire. Or England. No, this is not England. This is not England. Yeah. Uh, It's Manchester somewhere. Hartford? Isn't Hartford, Connecticut? That's Connecticut. So maybe Manchester, Connecticut. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Uh, So that car was stolen in a, uh, the one you just told us about at an airport car rental, right? Correct. Well, now we go to a CVS parking lot in Manchester. Okay. We've all been there. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, all of a sudden, there's a cop, not 
far away who hears a car alarm going off. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have had that moment where you're like, oh, Lord, you know, me, 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 me. Yeah. The, the alarm just goes off and off and off. Well, the cop hears the alarm going off and the alarm's getting closer and the <laughs> alarm's getting really close and then it whizzes by and then it gets quiet. Oh. Why? Because somebody has stolen a car out of the CVS parking lot <sighs> and is traveling at a high rate of speed as the alarm is going off. I didn't know that was possible. But anyway, um, the person behind the wheels, uh, Mr. Mustafa Maboob. Maboob? Maboob. Maboob. Kind of the best last <laughs> name ever. 27-year-old Mustafa Maboob. How do you spell the last name? M. Boob. Really? <laughs> so Maboob. 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 I love it. Maboob. I wish I wish that song was playing as he was stealing this car. Wouldn't that be great? It very well may have been. <laughs> there, there is a small chance. So he uh, was arrested, but it's how he was arrested that ended oh. up making him a uh, crazy, stupid idiot today. So according to the police uh, report, what happened was the car whizzes by, mm-hmm. and uh, they find, uh, you know, they they attempt to stop the vehicle, um, but the guy, Mister Maboob, uh, he drives into his driveway at his house. It's probably not your best move uh, when people are following you, and then he runs out of the car, opens the front door, runs into his bedroom, crawls under the sheets. And pretends he's sleeping. I, I, that it again. I am impressed by that creativity. And uh, <laughs> when the police uh, followed him to the his driveway, Maboob's home, to the front door, into Mr. his bedroom of Mister Maboob, of Mister Maboob, <laughs> Mister Maboob says to the police, "I'm I was just sleeping." <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, no. See, we we saw you." Park in your driveway with the stolen car and the alarm, by the way, still going off, Mr. Uh, Maboob. He thought he was, uh, you know. I don't know how that car got there. I don't know. I've been sleeping all day. Yeah. <laughs> you might also find it interesting and probably not surprising to learn that Mr. Maboob failed field sobriety tests. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Yeah. So Maboob is in my jail. <laughs> in my jail. Got arrested. Yep. <laughs> no more Maboob. No more Mr. Maboob. <laughs> I hope we'll have another uh, case like Mr. Maboob one day. Uh, Mr. Maboob, it sounds like a cartoon. Mr. Maboob. Mr. Magoo. Uh, Yeah, indeed. And Mr. Magoo drove a car, too. But anyway, um, let us not get sidetracked. No. Let us do this instead. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we are answering a very important question, Ryan. And the question is our daily snap judgment. Do you know what our question is today, Ryan? I heard it had to do with some uh, dipping Yes, it's a dip-heavy, dip-forward snap judgment. Guac or salsa? Mm, That is the question. We shall read your answers upon our return, and then we'll pick Donnie's brain and annoy the crap out of him as well when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. Salsa or guacamole? That is our daily snap judgment on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. I'm joined in the studio uh, to wrap things up with a pretty little bow. Uh, we've got Ryan behind the board. Thank you, Ryan, for yeah. filling in today. Am I Colleen the bow? will be back tomorrow. Am I the pretty bow? Uh, you are a pretty. You're somebody's pretty bow. B a b e a u. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and uh, also with a pretty little bow on her face. 
Holly Roberts. Hi, Holly. Hi, Bradley. So do you guys have particularly strong feelings about uh, your chip dip? I have the strongest feelings about the Daily Snap Judgment every day, Bradley. Do you really? Yes, of course. Well, before you reveal yours, (laughs) do me a favor Uh and read a couple of our listeners. Of course. And uh, then we can judge them accordingly, Holly. Yes. And Ryan. All right. Um, Looks like Lori says guac for sure. Oh, that's pretty basic. For sure. Quack. Chris- For sure. <laughs> Why not? Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, if I have to. Ooh, Kristen says salsa. Can't stand the green stuff. Well, that could Who go in a lot of different guac. directions. Can't stand the green stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. looks like Diane says definitely salsa in all caps. She's very salsa forward. Salsa. The- salsa. Amy says the easy answer is guac, but I had some kick butt salsa the other day, so I mean, now no. I'm torn. Why did oh, you wait. ding her? Uh, yeah, now she gets bust. The easy answer, like, uh, why is, is that it easy? really ever complicated, though? I mean, one or the other. Come on. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Uh, Shauna says, mmm, guac with plenty of lime and cilantro with lime chips. Oh, how do you guys mm. feel about uh, cilantro and your guacamole? I love cilantro. Yay! Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, cilantro can be a controversial uh, ingredient. That's true. Some people think that cilantro tastes like soap. Yeah. What? I have a, a, a cilantro limit. Like, I can take cilantro up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. To certain amounts, and then I'm like, yeah, all I taste is cilantro. Mm-hmm. So, like But a, I don't get the soap thing. No, I don't have like that. at Chipotle, that cilantro rice, like, oof, phenomenal. Oh, I haven't had Chipotle in so long, I but either. I will tell you, the queso was not that good. Oh no! I didn't think it was that special. No, it was, it was watery. A little Velveeta? No, not no. even. And I like Velveeta. Mm-hmm. It was a little wet. Well, that's tragic. <laughs> wet cheese. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants wet cheese. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, guacamole or salsa? Uh, I I gotta go salsa. Really? Yeah. Oh. Do you have a favorite kind of salsa? Yeah, my mother's homemade oh. salsa. Of course. Oh. Of course. She and her friends they won blue ribbon at the state fair. Really? For the Minnesota in, state fair in 2010 for their mild blend of salsa. Wow. And it is tremendous. That's fancy. It's, mm-hmm. it's, You'll have to bring us a jar next year. But uh, if I'm going to the store, pace. Okay, um, really? What? 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 Really? Get a rope. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with peace? 
I mean, it's just not salsa. It's not salsa. It's picante sauce. Yeah. What the hell is the difference? There is a difference. It's hot sauce, not salsa. Well, I wouldn't even say it's hot sauce as much as it is like, like in Texas, it's basically like water because we paste picante sauce all the time. But it's something you'd put on like eggs. I don't really Hmm. think you should be dipping your chips in it. There's so many better things. Yeah. It's more of a hot sauce, Ryan, rather than a salsa. Salsa has a chunky element to it. Pace isn't as chunky as it should be. Right. Holly, guac or slasso? <laughs> I'm going to go with some guacamole. Yeah. Well, you're borderline hipster, so you have to pick avocado. That's true. Yeah. It we, is in my contract. We've been talking about avocados a lot today. Actually. We did. We actually talked about and learned about thanks to Elizabeth Reese, and now I have to feel like I have to try it because somebody also tweeted in about it. Avocado pudding. Elizabeth makes it and she swears by it. She says it's a muzzle. You're giving me eye rolls. Well, what's an avocado pudding? Does she use some no. cacao? Yep, cacao, avocado, some cane sugar, and some manuka honey. Ooh, that sounds real fancy. <laughs> it is. It's really just honey with like some extra dirt in it. Oh, okay, great. Earthy. It's supposed to be healthy for you. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Bradley? Oh, thanks for asking. Would you like salsa or guacamole? Guacamole. Oh, duh. Yeah. Duh, fat. <laughs> it's way too filling. You know, you salsa, you can and you get your <gasps> way too filling. What does that even what? mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, no. you can only eat so much salsa. You're getting your, your daily supply of vitamins and minerals with the vegetables, tomatoes, and all you that. Know, you know, here's the thing, Ryan. Yes. When I was in middle school, in life science class, we had to make a journal of what we ate for the week, and I tried to pass off salsa as my serving of vegetables for the day, and I got an F. What? Did you really? I did. I got shamed by Mrs. Carson. Well, when I was, this is how old I am, when I was a kid... Ketchup was a vegetable. Stop it. Yeah, I tried according to, pull to that the one federal government. <laughs> according to the federal government, for school lunch purposes, ketchup was a vegetable. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I remember those. How little, far we've come. Those little uh, food um, surveys you had to do. When you, you know that you had to go to school and you mark down like what you ate and yeah, and you're tearing in the teacher and you get like points. I would lie all the time. Lie my ass. I don't off. even know what you're talking about. They were like. How would you explain it, Holly? It was like it was like in gym class, and you got sent home with, okay, I ate this, this, and this today, so I'm oh, going to turn this in and get a grade. Really? No. Oh yeah, it was, it, no. I remember we had to do that I just like did every the year. Food journal, but the sham sort of salsa serving. It was kind sham of like salsa. a food journal. Yeah. Where's your favorite salsa? You said paste, but like if you didn't have paste, mm. like is there a restaurant? I mean, Chipotle has good salsa. What's your favorite Chipotle salsa? I go with the I go with the hot and then the I always say the tomatoes you know the really, really chunky one the yeah. pico de gallo is that what it is yes pico de gallo I just say that which is so there's salsa there's picante sauce there's pico, there's de, pico de, gallo. de gallo holy god I, I thought it was all just one thing no there's lots of subtleties in the world of hotness Holly do you have a favorite salsa I like the salsa verde oh oh my god oh Medium. my god do you want me to change your life forever yes I'm ready El burrito mercado yeah. oh yeah not that they just not that they need a free plug but I will give them free plugs all day long because they have a like salsa experience and there's like a hundred different salsas. I don't know. There's not a hundred, but there's a lot and they have like an avocado Mm. salsa. I think I've had something like that. It's not like a, it's not like guacamole. It's like a salsa. So it's the best of both worlds. And then there's like an orange one and I don't know what it is, but it's like hot orange. 
and it's amazing. It's some kind of pepper. You know what Taco John's has over Taco Bell besides many things, but they have that salsa bar when you go inside. Oh, Ryan. They have the uh, the they have the jalapenos. <laughs> Ollie's judging you right now. They have the the verde. Mm-hmm. They have the hot medium, and then you know you don't get that luxury at Taco Bell. They used to have a salsa in the salsa aisle at the Targets or the Cub Foods that had, I think it was Newman's own, mm. that had um, green olives. What? So I am skeptical about that. It was so good. They also, um, Newman's own has a, um, a pineapple one. Well, that's good. good. Pineapple yeah. is good. Get a little mango in there. Yeah. Have some sweet and the spicy. Hot and sweet. Yeah. Absolutely. Where are chips? We didn't bring chips today for this segment. Oh, for heaven's sake. Well, we didn't even bring salsa, quite frankly. More guacamole. <laughs> Where did Donnie go? Donnie, you know, yeah. uh, I, I think he Holly was stepping on Donnie's shoes here. Oh, yeah. fine, I won't come in. <laughs> and oh, so, honey. there's usually two to three other people besides Donnie. And yeah, well, he's got a. He's, he's a sensitive man. He's got to do. He's people don't understand show prep mm-hmm. right now. You know, he's it, Donnie. He's wrangling the ladies from yeah. dusk till dawn, Donnie. What is, is the working. biggest thing you learned on the show today, Ryan? The biggest thing I learned is that Elizabeth Reese has many uh, particularities when it comes to <laughs> how people behave and what they eat. Yes. And she was judging Bradley Horde. It's true. How could she be judging you, what Bradley? Was she judging me for? Your, yeah. your eating habits and you, the way you um, get rid of oh. mucus. Yeah, no, I <laughs> farmer blow. Uh, Ew, gross. Not rockets. Bradley, that's disgusting and shameful. Apparently, according to science, that's what you should be doing. Yes. No. But in a tissue. Sometimes science is fake news concerning snot rockets. Well, okay, well, just because you're having opinions doesn't mean it's fake news. (laughs) So maybe Mm. back it up with some science. Are you you co-hosting for someone today? Because you're really lippy. Oh, so I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping you're using that power for good and not evil. Yes, I'm co-hosting you co-hosting with? with Julia this afternoon. Oh, and wow. Donnie's going to be so here, you had too. To, like, you had to like get mm-hmm. in the mood. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Holly, for warming things up a bit. And Ryan, thank you for cooling us off. Anytime. <laughs>